We are Community Radio, Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM. Right, a very good evening. You're very welcome to Friday Talk Sport, incorporating Split the Pot. We'll have the latest Split the Pot very shortly. That's the good news. The bad news is we have Nicky Brennan and Paul Brophy. Probably Barry Henriquez knocking around and you never know who else. And down he'll be along. Seamus Brophy, he's uh, somewhere out in the wilds keeping an eye on the horses. So... We have plenty to come between now and seven. Paul Brough, you were talking golf. I thought there's no more golf after the British Open. Oh, no, there's there's, finished. There's there's plenty happening. Unless it was the Olympics. Yeah, that's going ahead too as well. (laughs) And I would have McIlroy and and Lowry uh, paired together now. So that that should be a very, very interesting prospect indeed. So there's plenty of golf happening in the Evian Championship in America. Leona McGuire was was in uh, action there. She shot 69 yesterday and 70. She's putting her on three under par. She's 12 shots actually behind the leader. Uh, Joe Guan Lee is on 15 under par and there are two other players on on minus 12 I'm not going to try to pronounce them on air for fear I'll get it completely wrong or offend someone so we'll move swiftly along and the Welsh Open is taking place in Celtic Manor the Kazoo Open sponsored by Gareth Bale as we all know he's he's much bigger and more interested in, in golf than he is in soccer at the moment and Ignacio Elvira has a three shot lead he's on 11 under par with uh, Masara uh, Ku- Casamora uh, on 8 under par and England's Matt Wallace is in third on 7 under par there's a good few Irish uh, players taking part in it unfortunately it's not going too great for them after 12 holes uh, Niall Kearney was on 1 under par so could be struggling there and Gavin Minahan on plus 5 uh, for, for the tournament for the tournament does, sorry, plus three for the term doesn't look like he's going to qualify. James Shugrew not looking great uh, for, on four over. And John Murphy, who played with um, Mark Power in the Walker Cup there a, cup, a couple of months back, uh, he's turned professional si- since then and he is on plus six for his for his tournament and it doesn't look like he's going to make the cut there, unfortunately. And there's also some action taking place in America the 3M Open is taking place in TPC Twin Cities uh, no shame as power this week in action he's taken a well deserved risk after his fantastic win there last week so uh, Chevy Reedy has a one shot lead there he's on 10 under par for, for the tournament so far and on the local scene there's been a bit of action in Kilkenny uh, I suppose you'd have to say a big well done to Pierce Purcell team they had they were unfortunate that they they bowed out. They lost three and a half to five and a half. So, uh, well, so commiserations to everybody uh, there. And uh, Lady Captain Burke Crowdle, uh, she will host her Captain's Day on Sunday, and and the dinner is planned for outdoors between half seven and eight thirty. That's to say, COVID restrictions apply. And I would also say a big congratulations to the senior ladies foursomes who had a very good victory uh, in the senior ladies foursome against Enniscorthy. So, congratulations to them. And in Callan, the ladies' captain's pr- 
prize uh, and stars prize to the ladies was held in Mediterranean Lake temp- temperatures at Callan on Saturday, keeping a cool head in, in the heat. Waterford native Caroline Healy emerged an immensely popular winner with a great score of 41 points. So congratulations to Caroline there. <coughs> Right, and uh, just a reminder that the first Friday of the month and the first Saturday, well, it's uh, the Carrick Shock uh, Golf uh, Classic and uh, you can get all the details there from our own Richie Power and that's always a very successful one as well. So that'd be what, this way, this day week, would it? I suppose, yeah. Yeah, right, okay. And tomorrow week, so they generally have a couple of days and do very well out of that. All right, thanks, Paul. No problem, Pat. And uh, from one brophy to another, as if the one wasn't enough, here's Seamus. How are you, Seamus? Evening, Pat. How are you keeping? Good. How's the, the, how are the horses running in, in Cork and down Ryle? Uh, they're running on good to firm and firm in places, Pat, as you can imagine. No matter what watering you're going to do, it's not going to to have any great effect because the, the daylight during the day hours is uh, going to cause its own problems. They started at 4.45 below in Cork this evening with a flat card. Uh, first home in the maiden was number 14, one sweet day, 4-1. to one. The first of an early double for Willie Brown over there from Oakler's Hill, that one ridden by Shemi Heffernan. Second race, the 5.15, the first division of a handicap over six furlongs. This one went to the Cola Kid, horse number one, three to one joint favourite. And steering that one for Mickey Brown was uh, Nathan Cross. And the 5.45, the most recent result we have, uh, that uh, resulted in a victory for number four, pretty smart, uh, Pat Martin there, ridden by uh, Greg the Man of Man, Mikey Sheehy. Uh, moving on to the north, where they had their um, Her Majesty's Play today, which is yet to come. But they started at 4.30, and this one was a five-furlong maiden for two-year-olds. First home, number four, Head Mistress, trained by Gerald Lines, ridden by stable apprentice Sam Ewing. The five o'clock, five-furlong handicap. This one went the way of number 11, Eve's Rock, four-to-one joint favourite. J.J. Lamb, who trains in the north, ridden by uh, Declan McDonough. The uh, 5.35, this one went the way of number one, Glengarra. 3 to 1 second favourite and that one was trained by Paddy Tumney over there in Golden County Tipperary and ridden by Willie Lee. Uh, let's see if we can put a few shillings in someone's pocket by reverting back to uh, the Cork race meeting. The next race there is at 6.15 but we'll give that a miss and we'll head straight for the 6.45. And the 6.45 is a handicap it's over five furlongs, and all 12 go to post. And um, my attention is drawn to a horse that won in Bellustown on the first of the month. This one is making the long journey down from Newry and County Down to the uh, Cork venue, and we're looking at Leanne Breen's uh, That's Mad. Uh, well drawn in uh, number four, because uh, in the sprints in Cork, when the ground gets quick, they tend to come up the stands rail. And we think uh, Kevin Manning might have the first of a double in the last four races. So that's mad at about 8-1 to one in the 6.45. Moving on to the 7.15, which is a three-runner affair. All three run here. And on ratings, you'd have to be going for horse number two, Rebel Step. This one trained by Andy Slattery and ridden by his nephew, Ben Cohn. 
currently trading around even money. This uh, three-year-old is rated 91 and is in receipt of five pounds from the top weight. So, uh, in effect, uh, number one, Doolan Dancer uh, has to give weight away, even though it's rated lower. So, second selection, 715 Rebel Step at about even money. The uh, next race goes off at 745. This is an auction maiden for three-year-old over a mile two. And uh, Jessica Harrington has two representatives in this race, but it's the bottom one that uh, I like. Uh, the American bred Bobby's uh, son of Bobby Kitten, uh, Steve the Love, uh, horse number 10 here, uh, ridden by stable um, second choice uh, Tom Madden. That's because uh, Shane Foley is up the north. So Steve the Love at around 13 to 2 in the 7.45. And the fourth one for the lucky 15 this evening goes in the 8.15. And uh, this individual has been a little bit disappointing in the eyes of its trainer. Uh, Jim Bulger, Dawn Tapper is its name, a son of uh, Dawn Approach and a full brother to uh, three winners. But it finds itself racing off of uh, a mark of 49 in a low-grade event. And uh, possibly tonight, second run in a handicap, only beaten six lengths the last day. Bit of value at about 12 to 1. Dawn Topper, horse number 10, uh, ridden by Kevin Manning, and that should bring up a double for him on the night. That's it for the moment, Pat. All right, Seamus, so you're fiver then for tonight? Uh, look, uh, I, I'll put down five to pick up 10. Rebel step in the 7.15 at around even money. Okay, fair enough. We'll talk to you tomorrow. God bless, Pat. That's uh, Seamus Brophy there on the horses. Now, uh, Barry Henriquez is here, and of course, uh, Nicky Brennan is here as well. We'll be talking to Nicky later on about the dogs. Yeah, we'll talk about the dogs. I was just talking to a dear, dear friend of mine, a dear, dear friend of this radio station, uh, certainly the sports uh, segment of our radio station, and he's a great friend of all of ye because you all know him, Jim Freeman. And he listens in attentively every Friday evening. So I just want to send greetings to Jim. And I wish him, uh, you know, I, I, all the luck in the world and send a few prayers for him and things like that. But uh, what a great servant of, of, of the GA. What a great servant he has been of Kilkenny GA since he got into that um, this supporters club. You know, he's been a wonderful, wonderful guy. And, and you know, Pat, Nicky, you know as well that anything we ever asked of him, you know, it was done. And that was the kind of boy he was. He, he was so, so blind without any ceremony or any pomp or what do you want this for he just went straight into it and that was the kind of a guy he was and he was a very honest lad and, and I, I was on one holiday with him in, in Thailand way back and we had a great time but he was he one of the nature five suits <laughs> for, for about 50 quid <laughs> I said yeah Jim Freeman I say I think he got a suit as well oh, I still have mine at home I'm, 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 try, I'm trying to grow into my one <laughs> your man couldn't understand he couldn't understand measurements this poor little uh, Taiwanese or Thailander you know but, but Jim Freeman uh, J- uh, or Nicky you know he he is what the GA is all about isn't he and he Big has time, yeah and I was talking to Jim there maybe yeah. uh, 10 days ago so uh, yeah. Jim we're thinking of you now and uh, keep the spirits up and yeah your, in, your uh, contribution has been uh, phenomenal Jim going well. back a long long time and uh, I think that was acknowledged by all the uh, Officers and horrors who have uh, been in contact with you. I think that's the same yeah. held. He has never said no, Pat. And rightly so. I think the real balance there was Jim Freeman and then John Mackey. 
The yeah, balance each other nicely. Didn't no, no, <laughs> great, a great combination. True. That's start, what I'm saying. True, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, they were well, they were, just like Barry and Nicky. Yeah, true. Actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you were looking at the same Nicky as I'm looking at, there was no balance. That's uh, they, no, that's no. it. Yeah. Grand, uh, okay, Barry's heading off out to get the winners of the split the pot and all that, so we'll have that a little bit later on. And, uh, Nicky, the presidential pin has been shined up again this week. Yeah. You had a week off. Yes, and, well, they had a week off last week because it was too warm, so tonight they're actually putting back the start until half eight. Yeah. Uh, So to give the dogs a chance, hopefully the the evening will be a bit cooler. Uh, So they start at half eight, and they start with an an A7525, welcome to Kilkenny track. And I'm just going to quickly go through the ones that I'm uh, tipping tonight. Going for number two in the first race, Mrs. Nicola Clears, Evening Pal, uh, to come home ahead of uh, Niall Foley's number four, Zaccone Jill, number four, to come home second. Moving on to race number two, it's an ON3, a 5-2-5 semi-final. There's a nice two bob for the stake. There's 900 to the winner, so on this day and age, it's uh, nothing to be sneezed at, so they'll all want to get to the final. I'm going for uh, Peter Moltz. It's a Leicestershire um, owner. They're trained by Michael Donnelly. Kilara Marengo, number six, to get home ahead of uh, Paddy Sinis, Blackstone Gola, number four. Uh, moving on to race number three, it's the second heat of that stake. And I'm going for uh, number number three, Colin Rafter. That's a good old Freshford Tree Castles connection. Barry puts up the thumb there. Lemon Thor to get home ahead of um, number five, Lord Sunshine. Tommy Woods uh, down there from Davistown uh, in in a scarty direction. Uh, race number four. It's the split the part A6525. Not sure if this is sponsored by Barry Henriquez or not, but we don't know. But we're going for number one there. Flomer Taylor, Patrick Murphy, owned and trained to get the better of. Number three, Thrummera star, John Phelan's up there from Thrummera in Leash. That's on the borders there with uh, Mount Rat. Moving on to race number five. And it's the G- GRI Barking Buzz app, A5A6525. Yeah, 275 for the winner in this particular race, too. Nothing to be sneezed at. Going for number four, Long Sophie, uh, Brian Doyle, up around Thurlis there, owned and trained to get the better of John Feelings. And again, Trummer, uh, another Trummer Greyhound, number five, Trummer Smokey to come in second. Race number six, the Trials at Kilkenny Track, A4525. Again, a nice uh, check of 285 to the winner. That'll buy a few uh, bags of feed. Number four, Guan Pudo, Sean Lahey and uh, Laura Norton owned and trained to get the better of. Rory Hickey's out there in Ballyconrad, in Ballyragat, must be said on the parish of Liz Downey, Abingate, Aurora, number two. Race number seven, if this, is a, this is a stake final now. It's the Sport Information Services, an A1 5-5 final. And 2,400 going to the winner. Nothing wrong with that. Second, 970. Third, 475. So even if you come in sixth year, you'll get uh, £210 for euros for your trouble. But I'm going for number one, Jacob uh, Tasca Delec, owned and trained by Congoyne County Cork. Has a good track record there. And anyway, if you come from Cork up to Kilkenny, you must have a good reason for coming. But it'll be, uh, he'll get a lot of pressure from Dennis Lennon's and Brian Kennedy's Hartford Master, number six. I say, come on second race number eight around 20 to 10 tonight as I said a little bit later they're starting at half eight they're a third greyhounds trust a5525 and uh, going for number five here and then a syndicate down from Federt Road to Reward, trained by David Flanagan, to come home ahead of another Rory Hickey dog, Roar Avangate Belter, 
uh, number three. Race number nine, Greyhound make great pets, A5525, going for uh, William Handlin's Ballygore Boss, number four, to get the better of um, Billy Murphy and Francis Mullins, number one, Ascot Rolo. Second last race of the night, it's an A3525, and I'm going for number four this time for Rory Hickey and Michael Hickey Avangate Kobe to get the better of um, Anne Ryan's there from Cashel trained by Matty Ryan's Lemon Mossy and finally the last race of the night due to go off around 10 past 10 when it should be plenty cool we would hope for the dogs going for a syndicate from Feather trained by David Flanagan Crescent Elite number four to get the better of Kathleen English's trained by Michael English's number two Me Share the Love and that's tonight at the track out on James's <coughs> Park and that's what you get here every week we share the love alright uh, we have uh, a few texts in and thanks Barry uh, or, no hello lad let me wish I guess well soon to Jim Freeman from Jim Rowan thank you lad says and uh, thanks Barry well said I heartily concur with your comments in relation to Jim what a man and what an unfailingly committed supporter of Kilkenny GA that comes from Benjamin all the way over there in the Isle of Sky Isle of Luce Isle of Luce and good friend of Jim's as well yeah. we should say thanks Benjamin that was a nice touch as well ok Barry Henriquez split the pot what's the story this week ah, great result here again of course the great result is in a sense that uh, the winner she's a four year old little girl <gasps> and she wins 656 euro I tell you isn't it a fair ch- isn't it a fair uh, Philip Start to your communion money. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking the same. Thing. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> anyway, uh, yeah, that was boss. I I saw that uh, with Ricky Brennan. Uh, Mark Cuddy, another Callan winner. Did winner, you actually. call out the name of the winner? Did you? The Lola Byrne. Lola Byrne. Yeah, well, Lola right. Byrne. Her father is Joe, and her mother is Sharon. Yeah. And she, he works in Callan. Uh, Mark Cuddy got second prize. That's fifty quid for Mark. That'll get a quick death anyway. That's for sure. And the third prize was Martina Turtle, and that was bought in Quick Mart. I think she's up around Lord Edward Street or somewhere. This that uh, Martina Turtle. But anyways, five six hundred and fifty-six quid. Not to be sneezed at. No, no you would, you'd love a slap in the puss with that check, yeah, wouldn't you? Definitely. Okay, will we take a break then? Give you a rest. Yep. All right. We are Community Radio, Kilkenny City, eighty-eight point seven FM. We're going to talk a little bit of hurling because uh, Benjamin has been on. He kept, he was on a little bit earlier and he just said, uh, well done to our minors for advancing uh, to the Leinster final. It took genuine character to respond to a resilient Offaly's brave fight back. Do any of you know much about the Wexford team uh, we'll face next week and what are your thoughts on the weekend senior qualifiers? All that's in from Benjamin. Well, I think, Nick, you you were at the minor. Well, I was at both the minor and the under twenty. I'll start with the uh, maybe the the one we lost, the under twenties. Yeah. I mean, we were just completely out of sorts in the first half. No point in saying otherwise. We allowed, particularly Sean Neary, the Galway centre half back. We allowed him the freedom of uh, Tullamore. He was just left on his own. There was nobody within miles of him. And uh, anytime Galway got the ball in the middle of the field, if they were ever tackled, just slap it back to Sean Neary. But isn't that a, isn't that a feature of hurling though, all over the place? Uh, club hurling everything. No one marks centre back anymore. Yeah. Should have done. No, but I mean this was I mean we, we were completely out of sorts now. I mean we, we probably could have tackled on two or three more points in the first half, but we were really in trouble. Mm. I mean 
there was our defence was under was under incessant pressure. In fairness, but really we were we were in bother. Yeah. Now to be fair, at half time. We turned around and we started to go more, more. Um, we got, we've got far more committed, far more drive in our play, and uh, that brought us much more into the game. But I would also say that Galway, I was, I was amazed, <coughs> I was amazed at Galway's tactics. They went very much defensive. They were their short passing was absolutely appalling, and uh, particularly when Donald O'Shea, who was their standout forward in the first half, they wouldn't hit the ball into him, and when they did occasionally, he was surrounded by a lot of Kenny players. Now the Kenny fullback line were good. Now the two Lachlan's lads were very very good now I have to say David Fogarty and Jamie Young and then Peter MacDonald was, was not far behind and our halfback lane got on top as well but really Galway's tactics in the second half were absolutely shocking and they could have got caught I mean they could Kenny maybe to pop over the pints and maybe not rush for the goals that early but we were we were well on top in the second half but overall a bitterly bitterly disappointing performance and just uh, the bottom line was just key players didn't shape up on uh, Wednesday night then the minor match we probably were lucky. We could have got about three goals early on in the game. The Galway, the Offaly goalie, was absolutely fantastic. The saves he made. Now they were top class, and it, it kept Galway on Kilkenny's coattails. Now we did get a goal from a penalty by Harry Shine, and but the goalie got a, made a fair effort to stop that as well. But Galway were always on our coattails, and you know, ten minutes into Offley. the second half, Offaly, I should say, Barry. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, and the Offaly kept on our coattails, and there was only a point or two in during the second half. But once the second water wreck came Kilkenny really pulled away and a uh, young shine was terrific now in fairness he, he got 214 and he was the standout player he looked class now he got 1-7 exactly half what he got was from play and the rest from freeze so he's no doubt he's the standout player I mean he's uh, he's up to the age now and I suppose there's a lot more responsibility on him the worry is to be honest about it is that you know the, are we expecting too much of that young man uh, he, a lot more needed be needed from the forwards they brought on a young Killian Hackett uh, from the borough. I wouldn't know. No, I was going to say that. Who very good. He set up. He set up Harry Shine's second goal mm. and got another one himself. But he was mm. very busy around the place. Yeah. Garrow done strong at centre back, and uh, the backs were steady enough. But to be fair, toughly, they had a young lad at number fifteen, uh, Adam Screen. His name. It's a surname I haven't come across before. He was a dinger now. Any time he got the ball, he caused uh, he caused uh, a lot of bother. So look, I, I, Kenny will go into the final. I think again Wexford, and I think I saw just a little bit of that game with Wexford in Dublin. There wasn't a lot in it, but I I, I think if we can up our game a bit, and I think we will. Uh, I think Kilkenny will uh, will beat Offaly or beat, beat Wexford I should say next Wednesday night in the Leinster final I'd, I'd expect that to happen Where's that thing? It's in Carlow uh, Right um, we, uh, another text in here we were very root one with the long ball into Ted Dunn we need to vary it up more Yeah that's a fair point and the other thing as well when Ted Dunn was getting the ball I think he, he Ted has got to understand that he doesn't necessarily when he gets the ball that it, it, it ends up with him having to score it I think he got good possession uh, after he got to, got to grips with him but when he was getting possession he should have been what there should have been half hours standing off to get the pass from him because the Offaly lads weren't going to let him walk in so a, a good guy to get a possession I was, now, impressed, I was impressed by him yeah I was just watching him the week before in the uh, minor All-Ireland yeah. he looked more of a centre forward to me than a full forward uh, that he liked coming in on the ball rather yeah, that, than turning yeah, yeah, but I think, and, and he was very good when he came yeah, out I think the key thing here is, is that if Ted gets the ball and he doesn't have great space to move on he, he needs to have a player off the shoulder yeah. that he can lay it off to fast and, and, and get moving in on the goal but a, a, a 
a good lad, a good lad as well now. There's no, I mean, in an ideal situation, Kilkenny would have Paddy Langton at centre back, and they'd be able to bring up Garrod on up to the forwards. Right. So they have to bring Garrod back to maybe, and he was he's a strong he's a strong player, not a very tall player, mm. but I mean, look at his his DNA is strong. He's a he's a wholehearted player, and and they'll nobody get through that centre too easy. Yeah, yeah. Isn't it a, un- a unique situation? As I remember saying from Portlaoise. Uh, isn't it a unique situation it's not often happen to be able to move a, cent- a full forward from from 14 to 6 without any disruption whatsoever in the whole uh, you know in the in the whole gambit of, and the the whole uh, the whole development of the, uh, of the game like he was equally adept at centre back as he was at full forward yeah no it, it is and it, that's a talent that's he's, he's a very versatile a very yeah. versatile player and I think the other thing that should be said as well and, and Richie Rooney Maroney alluded to this and he was he was absolutely right mm. I mean a number of that team that played the other night you can awfully were coming off of losing the All-Ireland so I mean, right. they still haven't got that game out of their system yeah, so yeah, now yeah, the fact yeah, they're yeah. going into the Wexford game on the back of a win yeah. it'll hopefully give them a bit more confidence so no, yeah. it, was, it, was a, it was a good win in the end maybe the overall result flattered us a bit Harry Shine will need a lot more help uh, from the rest of the forwards and uh, you know I think he'll probably see a tweak and young Hackett I think will be a certainty to start the next comment, day comment lads comment lads on the physique and this fitness and thing and, and you know all this conditioning and uh, like Kilkenny players like the minor team against Galway and Portlaoise the week before there were they were they weren't you know physically they didn't look comparable to Galway you know and like I think these Kilkenny players whilst they're brilliant brilliant hurlers an awful lot of them are great hurlers you take uh, you take the young lad at corner back on the minor team from Thomastown uh, the uh, uh, Holland um, Zach Bay Hammond Black Bay Hammond Jack Bay Hammond you know he's a superb athlete he's like grease lightning he makes a decision to come for a ball and I guarantee he won't miss it there's only one he missed when he slipped as he got to the ball mind you the conditions underneath were a little bit slippy but he was he was perfection yeah but I think we should should, perfect actually we should remember too that I think in fairness to uh the Kiran and the lads at the county board involved developments was they have recognised that maybe we're lacking a little bit there yeah. and that's why the county board have gone ahead and uh, put in a specific gym for the whole underage development in St. Kieran's College yeah. so they ha- they are recognising that we work to do there so. yeah, yeah so. but, but maybe is it a case that we have uh, you know lads that just they're not big physically anyway to, unless you give them growth promoters or something you know what I mean <sighs> No, well, I'm not advocating that either. But I, I'm thinking like if you have gone with minor teams, if you have Dublin minor teams, and and they look bigger than the Kilkenny Younglads, like they're doing something other than just growing. Do you know, yeah, do you know what think, I'm saying? Yeah, there's an awful lot of work going into it. And look at the Limerick teams, lads. I mean, it's incredible. Well, they're physically they're, big, they're physically big guys, but I think but the why one, are they lads bigger than Kilkenny? Yeah, well, look, maybe that's just the way it is. Yeah, I mean, well, I think the one thing that I'd, I'd like to say between Tuesday night and uh, and uh, and Wednesday night, I think we do as a county need to bring more aggression into our play. Yeah. Now it, it, it wasn't totally absent. In fairness, we saw some quite a bit of it in the second half against Galway, and the miners did it the other night at times as well. Yeah. But we're not bringing enough kind of um, intensity and physicality to the game. But the, but it is there in the clubs. Not denying that, Pat, but it's no. But it's, you're it's, coming, you, you see, in the clubs, you're talking about the same lads in the same situations competing with one another, the same generals, uh, lads with the same kind of stature. But like uh, at the end of the day, you're talking about aggression, Nicky. It's an awful lot easier, as ye both know this. It's an awful lot easier to be aggressive and be tough and to be hard and get to the edge when you're matching the opposition physically as well. 
Do you yeah, understand I, what I mean? Point taken, but I, I, I'm, I'm confident. Well, that was it physique that beat us in the All Ireland minor final? Was it fitness? Well, because the I, Galway I lads I, were coming off. I, I, in, don't, in the I don't believe it was, Pat. I, I think, don't think I so think either. At the end of the day, we lost our concentration when we allowed when we allowed a, a Galway forward in on his own. I mean, we have to, as a team, remember to hold our composure because once that guy got the ball, his first inclination was to run. Yeah. Was to run, and and he was confident enough. He could have popped it over the bar and levelled the match and put it to extra. You're talking about Malai. Is it Malai? No, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, but he popped it into his colleague who put it into the back of the net. So yeah. there was a there was a bit of a conference about Galway there. But I I just think we lost our composure. I think to be fair, there wasn't a lot in that game. Leave the the bad start. There to wasn't. Side. No, you're Leave right. The bad yeah. start to side. We'd I think we just lost our concentration a little bit at a key time. And these things happen in the game. Mm. No, no fault to the. And the thing about a bad start, nobody is ever able to put their finger on exactly why you. You don't start great in the team, shouldn't I? All, no, but all like, of you have been over teams, yeah. And yeah, a team gets into a kind of thing they don't it start. Just ha- great. It happens, yeah, it, for, it, it happens for whatever it reason. Yeah, it's, but yeah. there has to be an answer. It's a problem, but it's a problem to somebody who's yeah, well, did down you and ever, try and uh, yeah, answer? Yeah, well, get a team going. You look, you look at Tipperary last week against Limerick. Lad. There's no one who'll convince me that they carry on at half time on the sideline when the Tipperary team are going in. And, and and extend that into the into the into the dressing room. Just like you've been in dressing rooms, extend that kind of scenario from the sideline. Just clapping and roaring and book clipping and jumping around. Well, look, there's a there's a round and, of applause as they went in from the manager. A round of applause when you stop. And you from can, the manager. You can you yeah. can extend that. Are you trying to tell me that that didn't extend that whole kind of round of applause scenario? Madness, I call it. Wasn't. Uh, didn't make its mark inside the dressing room. But sure, look, these lads are after being hurling. I mean, most of that tip team are playing since 2009. I understand that. Uh, uh, surely that's not going to affect them. Well, I don't know. I, I don't know. Going, <laughs> back, going back to Tuesday night against uh, Galway and Tullamore, I mean, the, the worry I would have, uh, Kieran Kingston is after bringing on the, the two Roach chaps, Owen, Brian and Owen, the twins fra, from East Cork there, and another chap called Colin O'Brien. They brought him into his squad ahead of the, the, the round two qualifiers. Now, he, he already has two lads on the squad. Um, I can't think of the names. There's just one company on this minute who are under 20 who, who are, have, are not, didn't play for Cork yet this year. Mm. They, they actually can play for Cork in the Munster final against Limerick if Cork, get, if Cork lose on uh, Saturday, tomorrow. Mm. Um, but he's brought him on. Now, I would honestly, I would have to say that I could not see Brian Cody bringing any of the current Kenny under-20s into his squad at this point in time. Yeah, but... Uh, and, just that, and we have work to do there. To, how are we going to transition those lads? And what's the point you're making? The point is? I'm making is that we have work to do to transition those under-20 players to become Kenny seniors because these lads are going to go back to their clubs and a lot of them will be very good for their clubs this year in the championship so how are we going to transition them from under 20s to become that's a big that, and that's a question that was put sorry Pat go on no I only want to ask you a point of clarification on, on that say if you're on the senior panel yes can you play under 20 you can you can you can play if you have played if you have played for Cork you can't play under senior you can't play until you're under 20 days no uh, no if you're just on the panel I'm not sure about that and no. you didn't play I don't know I'm not sure now but I do know there's two lads from Cork there's two mm. lads on the current Cork scene panel not the three lads I've mentioned who are Shane Barish's one and the other chap just won't come to mind they are not able they did not play for Cork in the under 20 match the other night against Tipperary yeah. and, they, and if they and if Cork win tomorrow 
they won't be able to play against Limerick in the Munster final. But if Cork lose tomorrow against Clare, Shane Barrett and this other chap, well, Alan Connolly actually is the yeah, other guy, yeah. they can play for Cork against in under 20 against Limerick, which is probably sometime next week as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, once uh, the senior team is out of the championship, once the senior team they is out can the go back and play with oh, the other yeah, 20s. Yeah, 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 yeah. But obviously, Alan Connolly didn't get to play the other night. He didn't, no. but then, so that, and I'm not. Oh, yeah, well, he played with uh, the he, seniors. He, did he yeah, play yeah, with yeah, Cork yeah. early on the season down at yeah, Cork yeah, Eve? Yeah, yeah. And the, the, we were all raving about him, you know? Well, we were after the county final last year. Carter, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, that's yeah, when yeah. I think oh, most yeah, of us yeah, caught that was the, yeah. That was the it, issue yeah. I'm trying to get here is that, is that we have a challenge now to how are we going to transition those guys now who, have, who are finished with under 20 last mm. Tuesday night. How can we transition but, them to become Kilkenny senior panellists for the next couple of years? Because yeah, if they're not going to become the senior panellists, who the hell are going to become the senior But Nicky, the, the, challenge, the challenge is before that now because of the, the, the team that played in the All-Ireland three years ago, only eight and were there this year. So the transition from minor to under 20 is causing us problems the last two or three years. Yeah, yeah no, I didn't bring in the not match right. programme. I didn't bring in yeah, the match programme tonight. This is a, this is, this is a, an old bugbear of mine now yeah. there was probably seven or eight of the starting minor team the other night are from junior clubs now mm. I have no issue whatsoever that the selectors picked the best team that was available to Kenny I'm not making a, one issue out of that mm. I'm just saying that in terms of transitioning players up along they may very well be capable of still being there for the under 20s and next year the year after but I guarantee you that those players from junior clubs will struggle big time to make it to Kilkenny senior panellists because the standard of competition at junior is a lot less than intermediate, which is a lot less than senior. Well, and they're not, they're not going to be able to, to take on the heavier it, challenge of inter-county. This is even a bigger challenge now because third level hasn't been played. Well, just I totally agree. That has yeah, been a, ma- that has been even a bigger issue. step. Because yeah. if you take James Berrigan now, yeah. leave aside what he did with Conaghy, yeah. his big asset to getting involved with Kilkenny was what he was doing with DCU. Is, yeah, being exposed that to was, that, that was the standard big, that of was hurling. Because yeah. he was playing against all these guys he's playing against now. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're dead right, Pat. Mm. If, uh, if third level comes back, which hopefully it will in September, uh, the competition there, uh, that will be a big help to Kilkenny to help maybe transition some of these under-20s. Mm. They'll get much better competition at the third level secrets, or uh, Fitzgibbon level. Mm. Um, someone texts in there, I'd be concerned about the lack of pace in defence uh, with the minors, I thought. That, that, that seemed, I'd say that was about. And... Um, Okay, uh, yeah, and that was just the the the, the long road. Can I? Um, you, didn't, you didn't like the next message. No, no. The the <laughs> other one was I had said it already about oh, uh, Route One and uh, being yeah. into Ted Dunn. The other one, can I wish the best of luck to Kilkenny Minor Panel and the backroom team on Wednesday. Yeah, and Jim before you go there, last night, last night, Offaly had the most fantastic win against Dublin in the under twenty yeah. football. It was an absolutely fantastic match, and I didn't know it at the time until Kieran Neary actually sent us on a WhatsApp that the young lad corner forward Colin Egan from Tullamore now to say he was a rocket was an understatement he had a great hairstyle as well a mullet of a hairstyle but by when he got the ball what's a mullet of a hairstyle you you had it in the 80s yeah you had it in the 80s (laughs) (laughs) but I have to say when he he, do you see Pat no well when when he took off with this ball Every time he took a step, he was getting two yards ahead of the, the <laughs> right. Dublin. They couldn't hold him. Yeah. He was he was grease lightning now. Yeah. Well, and I didn't, I didn't, didn't realise that that young lad, 
that was his third Leinster final in a, in a three or four weeks yeah, yeah. he played both the minor 2020 hurling and football, football against yeah. Kilkenny and whoever Dublin thing bet him in the minor yeah, football yeah. but Jay, he was deadly last night and, uh, and he spoke afterwards and I must say for a chap that's that's probably only 18 this year how articulate was and he he had he spoke with the the, old, the passion of Offaly that's, that we all know too well I'm that's delighted all, for him it's all the homeschooling well, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but he was he was uh, he was a great guy. Uh, is that Offaly's first uh, provincial title in twenty six years um, or something? In the middle nineties, I think they yeah. got it. Yeah, yeah. Cheney. Delighted from. Now, having I said that, that Dublin team three years ago at minor level were beaten by Wicklow. Yeah, and uh, <coughs> was it Meath or someone else? Then had a game and they didn't win it. Yeah, that was <laughs> it. That's right. <laughs> We are Community Radio, Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM. OK, uh, we're back. And just to give you the split the posh winners, uh, Lola Byrne won €656. Euros. Barry Henrique has got the €2. Euro out for, and he was on again. He got €2 Euros out of Mort Cudahy. And he won €50. Euro, and Martina Turl, €30. Euro, and she bought her split the posh envelope at Quick Mart. So well done to all those and thanks to everyone for supporting that. And Downey, how are you keeping? Very well, thanks Pat, yeah. Watching Hurling and Camogie, what's your thoughts on what you've seen during the week? Oh sure, I suppose going back to last Saturday night, it was, um, you know, great that they won the Leinster final. Probably it didn't live up to the heights of the, the semi-final, but, you know, a win is a win and the lads are um, improving the whole time using the ball well and you know into a semi-final now it's brilliant Right um, uh, What are the I prospects of uh, your nephew? Well sure making, he has an yeah he has an uphill battle he has an uphill battle Hamstring um, to be is it? His hamstring right, yeah, right. yeah so I don't know will time be on his side um, but sure hopefully you know he may not um, make the semi-finals but hopefully the lads will do the business and they'll be there for the All-Ireland you know so that should be his goal at this stage but uh, he has a long road ahead of him now in fairness no point in saying anything else but look I know the county board will do everything in the power to, to help him along and get him back so we look forward to that What's your assessment of Limerick and Tip then? Oh sure do you know again a game of two halves and I couldn't disagree with with Barry and his comment about what went on at half time I actually flagged it on 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 Monday morning on another radio pro- program, I thought, you know, while it wasn't Liam Sheedy is full of passion and he wears his heart on his sleeve, but if I was the opposition, a Limerick player, and I saw that going on, I would absolutely, you know, be jumping out of my skin to get out in the second half. Um, you know, I think that's, that's, you know, enthusiasm, I suppose, really is best sell for um, a dressing room away from everyone else's eyes. But, you know, Limerick, sure, they're awesome, you know, I was I was really waiting for Henry to see how he was going to get out of the ten points that in the second half that Limerick or Tip were going to to score and win by two twenty two you know and um, sure none of us saw it coming you know Jason Ford was able to do what he likes he had eleven points at half time and nine of those I think were from play yeah. And probably, I suppose, maybe the heat and maybe, you know, the, the lads, the Tipperary lads put so much effort into to winning that first half, you know, that it took so much out of them. And you always knew that Limerick were never going to die down. You know, they were going to come, come in with some sort of a fight. And my God, you know, sure, in the 56 minutes, I think they had levels it. And 
58 minutes and had gone two points ahead. So, you know, just an awesome team, to be honest. And what could you do? Only sit back and admire it and, you know, see what the future will bring for them. Um, looking at Kilkenny minors and under 20s, what are your thoughts there? Uh, yeah, well, again, going back to Nicky's point, you know, I've been saying this the whole time. I think any of these under 20s now that are finished, they really should be the players that you know that maybe Brian or some of the lads think will make senior I think they really should be put into their own uh, training group whether it is gym work or certainly some sort of um, uh, I won't say a, a senior B team or something like that you know uh, someone that would that um, you're not going to be expecting Brian to call them in in two years time and they have no work behind them and the same with the minors you know any of the minors that were, are good enough to step up to 20 really sh- they should be kept together some way whether it's only once a month or at least have someone in charge of a, um, a gym program for them so that they know that they're you know still under the radar and they're going to, to mind themselves and look after themselves and work on their skills and work on their you know, their physique and all the rest. So um, not to leave and go, you know, have them, give them something to look forward to. But unfortunate, I suppose, the way the, the under-20s went out and, you know, uh, I was interested in listening to, to um, uh, Donal O'Shea or Eamon's son and um, his famous mother, Edel Murphy, that we did battle with. You know, she won a few uh, All-Irons with Dublin and uh, his aunt, Mary Mealy and Castle Comer, you know, and I'm sure all belonged to him were great Dublin hurlers. So, he definitely had the pedigree, you know, scored some great points and frees and took his goal well. He, so got, he got it more from the mother than the father. He got it. <laughs> <laughs> he, probably, he probably did, in fairness, you know. But just unfortunate, you know, when, you know, a big, a big occasion for young lads, you know, and Kenny just didn't start well. And, you know, I thought they would sneak the old, uh, the old draw, but, you're, you know, uh, I suppose just, just a hard one to take. And the minors last night, you know, as he said, Young Shine, which <laughs> was an unbelievable score, you know, for a young lad. But um, as Richie had said, you know, they're disappointed after losing the All Ireland the weekend before that and probably haven't got over that. And the same with the lads that were expected to play with the under 20s, you know, after losing a minor All Ireland and then young Clifford and a few of them on the under 21 panel. It was a hard ask and I suppose it's a hard lesson for them, especially now some of those have lost two, two important matches in the space of weeks. So. Again, that's why I'm saying it's it's important to gather all these young lads that, you know, are potential senior senior hurlers uh, with Kenny and try and get them into some sort of a development squad for for the future for the senior team. We're looking forward to playing senior for Kenny. Uh, turning to Camogie, Kilkenny uh, Intermediates heading up north to Dunloy to take on Antrim and I think they have to head up again uh, north uh, the next week. So they're going to earn their crust. Yeah, you know, just really, I don't know how the Camogie Association just wouldn't look at it and say, look, sure, this is this can't happen, expecting the team to travel north uh, two weekends in a row, but it is what it is, and they're going up with a very strong team, and I, I know myself from the experience of going up to the north, it's never easy, you know, especially number one to travel, and then you don't know what kind of a referee you're going to get from, from up that side of the country and they're going to have it all to do to be honest um, uh, especially as I said the, the two weekends travelling up but I'm sure they've, they've trained well and I know they've trained well with the with the seniors so they'll be going up I suppose with great expectations that you know get off to a winning start and hopefully come home with a win um, tomorrow. Yeah and the seniors should have a routine win over Westmeath well, sure, again, uh, Brian won't be taking anything for granted. I know Westmeath have three or four players uh, that have um, 
retired and they're rebuilding at the moment. But um, it will be, you know, it should be Kilkenny's win. But again, you know, they're going out fully focused, looking for the next two points and moving on and getting game time into some of their subs, you know, see what how they'll perform. And I suppose maybe given Katie Power a little bit of uh, game time as well. She came on last weekend and she played very well. So every time she's on the pitch, you know, she'll improve and she probably needs that for her own confidence as well. Yeah. What are your thoughts on the qualifiers, uh, Watford uh, taking on Galway and Clare and Cork? Sure, look, wouldn't you think there'd be probably a sting in the tail for, for, uh, for Galway against Washford? Anyway, that's the first thing that I'd say, and I don't know, as I read today, that maybe Washford might have a, another injury problem. Um, but you would imagine if there's any sort of pride in, in Galway that they're going to be listening to everyone saying what they were saying about him after the Dublin game and, you know, put a, put a, in their eyes, put a wrong right. Um, I would expect them to, to beat Washford. And, you know, Cork and, and Clare. You know, we'll we'll uh, we can't have too much pace for for the player players. You know, the Fitzgibbon and Mellory and Robbie O'Flynn. You know, Harmody if he t- Harmody if he turns up, you know, he can be a great player on the day. And Kingston Lightning, um, are they over relying player on on Tony Kelly? I don't think so. He's a great player. Has got some great scores. Probably one ten, one eleven every time he played. But like, I think the last day he didn't really row in from play with that much um, but I think maybe that Cork on the day might have a little bit uh, too much for, for Clare this time um, uh, I'm not so sure maybe of the with the Cork, uh, Cork backs but um, I, I'd give Cork the nod this time I think Alright thanks Anne we'll talk to you okay. again Thanks. Lovely. That's okay, Anne Downey there and uh, and giving her thoughts there. Uh, Barry and uh, Nikki, those uh, qualifiers of the weekend, who are you leaning towards? I go for Claire. I I lean I lean let the, uh, let the elder statesman. Of course, I'd go for the Herd Jokers. Why? Uh, because and I'd feel sorry. I think in a way after that. Dublin the backing with Galway I, uh, I made the statement after God help the next team that Galway play and I think Waterford are going to get a bit I think Galway will beat him quite handily okay. but I go That's, for yeah. a player I, go for I don't know if Galway will beat him quite handily but I do think Galway will win I think they'll get their act together alright uh, but Galway have had a having a great record against Watford and certainly over recent times now and yeah, Kieran right, Daly yeah. has gone from centre back I see they have uh, Shane Bennett gone centre back Kieran Bennett left half back they, they've had to rejig uh, Kevin Morton not starting a championship match for the first time in a long time you know I think Galway and I think I actually think Cork will be clear I, I think that the the type of day it'll be, it'll be warm the ball will really go on the ground I think that'll suit Cork but it's uh, Corker on the crest of a wave, lads. Under twenty All Ireland, they beat the tip in the, this year's Under Twenty Championship. Their minors are going well. They're yeah. going well in football until they play Kerry next Sunday. But you know, they're going well in football. It's a rising tide. No, no, you're right. Cork, Cork, Cork rising rather haven't than Carlow rising. Having said all of that, now Pat, it's 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 about time it's happened because they have been really performing poorly. So they were well, really the only one way they could go against. Yeah, well, their first All Ireland in sixteen years, was you know, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they are they are in a good spot now. They, they are, are in yeah, a good spot. yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, we we'll, we we'll, uh, listen. The one thing I was wondering about, you know, you ever saying Limerick are awesome and all the rest, but Limerick were dire by half time and they were great by full time. Tip were unbelievable at half time. You were saying they were only one team in the country, and they're brutal at the end of it. So maybe neither team are are. 
are going to be that happy I'll tell you on one the thing. one team one. I'll tell you one thing. None, neither of those two teams will fancy playing Kilkenny. While, while we didn't set the world on fire again Dublin, if Limerick or Tape were playing Kilkenny, I'll tell you one thing. And by the way, we shouldn't forget a cracking game in line in Port Leash tomorrow night. Leash and Antrim in the yeah, relegation. Yeah, Leash and um, um, Westmead. Westmead. Antrim, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah I'd I, 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 I hate to see Leash... Losing, I think. Do you think Le- I think Leash are stepping up? Yeah, but I tell you, Westmead, Westmead are not bad lads. No, I saw them no, again, no, Kerry, no. and Dan- and uh, David Glennon has been a big asset mm. to them. A big That's asset right. to them. They're really good stick men. I yeah. think this could be a right game. I saw TG Cahar tomorrow night. I must check if the uh, mm. if Leash's favourite son living in Kilkenny here and coming in Rabbi now again. I must check if he's watching the match for tomorrow night. Kieran. Oh, he right. knows the ins and outs of all the leash things. Oh, you're saying, yeah. oh, were you looking at me for Tracy? <laughs> I thought I, I thought uh, I know I wore the said leash is favourite son. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I couldn't help but think Barry, but then I said she's Godly. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I wore the blue and white though. His multi his multi coloured pattern. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, he, I, uh, he's a, he's a sham from tune. Anyway, we'll be we'll be bringing we'll be bringing stuff from Mullingar for the Camogie tomorrow, and we have somebody in Dunlay and Antrim on Sunday as well. Okay. All right, uh, Paul Brophy is standing by. He's after putting away the golf clubs and uh, he has a lot more to come uh, with, uh, well, communities in action. Bye and God bless. Take care. We are Community Radio, Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM.